This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Morning Majlis podcast. This is Pulse 95. It's the Morning Majlis. It's the Morning Majlis. Talking the stories that are shaping headlines, plus those that make you go, hmm. Good morning, Sharjah and the United Arab Emirates. Welcome on to the Morning Majlis. Now, a lot of you were wondering, because of the social media posts circulating, that we are expecting heavy rain today. Well, luckily, we've got clear skies so far. Scattered cloud this morning. Quite a beautiful morning, and temperatures have dropped a little bit, which is great news. But uh, looking at the NCM applications, it looks like that the rainy conditions are currently over Bahrain. So they might be taking some time. Uh, they might appear and arrive at a later stage today. So we're looking forward to some, wouldn't call it torrential downpour, but a little bit of downpour uh, later on this evening. So uh, meanwhile, here on the program, we shall not dampen your mood because we will um, get, get you hyped up for a couple of big events that are happening. Uh, firstly, exposure kicks off today. So we've got a big conversation surrounding that. We've got a big conversation surrounding that later on today as well with, that, with our dedicated live show. Plus, Looking at global economy and looking at uh, some uh, business developments from around the world. Yeah, that's right. Um, from the United States, we're going to look into the prices of homes as U.S. home prices, they hit an all-time high in December. So prices were up about 0.2% from the month before. So we're going to be talking about that. From the U.K., we're also going to be talking about the situation with the demonstrations that are going on in recent months. It's causing this new $39 million package to bolster and peace security um, in uh, this package in order to um um, bolster the security of MPs. It includes providing elected politicians with a dedicated police contact to liaise with over um, uh, safety issues. So uh, this extra funding follows, as I said, f- fears about MPs being attacked and intimidated by all the demonstrators in recent months, particularly by those uh, demanding action to bring an end to the um, conflict between uh, 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 you know, Israel and, and Palestine or the Gaza Strip situation. So we're going to be talking about that as well. And then we're going to look into the world economy as a whole, how how it's been growing. And there's a a growing chance of uh, also a soft landing, according to G20 as well. We're going to be talking about that. And then later, we're also going to look into PlayStation. Yeah, a bit of tech talk because we do know that Xiaomi has decided to launch a, 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 a an electric car. Uh, we've also got Apple that have decided no longer that they will be working on their electric car that they've been working on for about two decades. That's been scrapped. So a bit of a tech talk and a, a bit of a, a, a overview of plans and shifting of plans and even, sadly, uh, losing certain roles and, and redundancies. So that's going to be a conversation that we're looking forward to today as well. So. So get involved on the text lines 4215. Would you have bought an Apple EV should they have developed it? I think an iCar would have definitely uh, been a very popular um, uh, option for many people. So we'll be talking to you about this in greater detail. Uh, but lots of economic discussions up next here on the program. Join the conversation with, with the Morning Majlis. Pulse95. Well, we're going to start off the day with some happy news and promising news from the country as the Minister of Economy, Abdullah bin Tog al-Marri, he predicted that the United Arab Emirates economy will grow by up to 5% this year round. Now, the minister pointed out that more than 73% of the national economy is now non-oil, a historic first for the country. 
And this achievement definitely reflects the confidence of the private sector and investors all around the world in the UAE's investment environment. Now, he made those remarks on the occasion of the third annual conference of Investopia, which is the global investment platform launched by the UAE government back in September of 2021. And uh, it shall take place starting today and it will be tomorrow as well in Abu Dhabi under the theme Emerging Economic Frontiers Investing in the new economy growth sectors. Yep, and uh, during that interview with the National News Agency WAM, uh, His Excellency Al-Murri said that the private sector remains a key pillar in the new economic and investment landscape. It is at the heart of global challenges and uh, in implementation of the directives of the wise leadership, the UAE has identified the most sustainable and flexible economic sectors, which they've said they've reached 16, including health, technology, agriculture, education, financial services, and artificial intelligence, to name a few, that contribute towards sustainability of the economic sector and, and enhance the strength of their national economy. Now, if we look at the um, new announcements as well recently, we, we, obviously we have the SEPA agreements, we've had uh, the uh, the recent opening of the Polish Business Council as well and uh, we we can see lots of positive momentum and even uh, looking at countries like Malaysia for example which they signed a SEPA agreement with in June and the, the Minister of uh, Investment, Trade and Industry from Malaysia who's taking part in these events especially the WTO's 13th Ministerial Conference he said that uh, the, the, the the ties between the UAE and and uh, and Malaysia will continue to grow. And uh, he said that that we've had three visits to the UAE in three months, highlighting the MOUs that they've signed as well. So lots of partnerships to look forward to as well. So overall, I think this is going to be great news for us. Uh, It's a very positive statement to share very early in 2024. We're going to be talking to you about how the world is going to go through a soft landing and the economic data from across the world and to see that the UAE, despite the global challenges, is still doing well to register uh, and potentially register a growth rate of above 4% uh, as stated by their minister as well. So really exciting times for the country. Absolutely. And you can give credit, of course, to the country for following this, the, the, the five key pillars of, this, of their economic strategy being integrated, having an integrated economy. And we've seen that. And of course, all the entrepreneurship and SMEs that is in the country, the successful um, uh, you know, launch of, of companies and, and, and how we are always pushing SMEs and um, supporting them, of course, on their entrepreneurial journey and kickstarting their journeys. Of course, we have a strong tourism sector. We have a strong foreign direct investment and exports in and out of the country. And of course, we do attract and retain a lot of talent. And that is basically, uh, we all know that, of course, about the country. So we are definitely diversifying our economy. We're broadening all of our industries. Like one of the, one of the examples is how we're broadening our um, uh, agricultural industry, even here in the Emirates of Sharjah. We've been talking about that as well with the Sabah Sanabil and the, the wheat farms that we've been having. So we've we've been doing so well in the country and it's, it's, it's great to see how the country is definitely shifting away from depending on on oil and diversifying the economy away from it. So it has definitely, you know, successfully developed a lot of sectors and and, and, and and all in all it has reduced its reliance on hydrocarbon exports and has created a more balanced and and resilient economy.
pretty much on the right track for the country and uh, we shall leave uh, the conversations at that and we'll be right back after some more musical entertainment to look forward to this morning. Uh, I think the big topic now is going to be the situation over in the United States because a lot of eyes are on the interest rates and what the Federal Reserve is going to do in terms of their decision making. Uh, But sadly... Uh, home prices and house prices in the United States have hit an all-time high. So we'll be talking to you about that uh, report that was launched yesterday. So stay tuned to the Morning Majlis. You're listening uh, to us on Pulse 95. And of course, if you'd like to catch uh, some of the discussions we've had, you can also find us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, and Spotify and search for Morning Majlis for our daily podcasts that we do upload. So stay with us. You're listening to the Morning Majlis only on Pulse 95. Entertainment headlines. Entertainment headlines. Entertainment headlines. This is. This is. The buzz. Yeah, this is the buzz. Let's look into some tech news. Uh, Apple, it's canceling the decade long effort that it has made to build an electric car, according to resources. This was uh, announced yesterday. So now they're abandoning one of the most ambitious projects in the history of their company. This is massive news, actually, that was just released yesterday, and they made this disclosure internally, actually, yesterday, surprising the nearly 2,000 employees working on this project. So they said the decision was shared by Chief Operating Officer Jeff Williams and Kevin Lynch, um, and the two executives, they actually told staff members that this project will begin winding down and that many employees on the CAR team, known as the Special Projects Group or the SPG, will be shifted to the AI division under executive John Gianandria. So they will focus now on generative AI projects, which is obviously an increasingly key priority for Apple. Um, But now the Apple car team, they also have uh, several hundred hardware engineers and vehicle engineers. It's possible they will be able to apply for jobs on other Apple teams. But there will definitely be lots of layoffs, but is it, it's still unclear how many will happen. Yeah, look, it's, 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 it's got a lot of people excited. Tesla's boss, Elon Musk, of course, sharing on social media that he's very delighted at the news. Um, and you know, the thing is, it's quite confusing in terms of why are these tech companies going into this market? It's, it's, it's a huge barrier of entry, to, to be honest, when you launch and compete with the, uh, the very traditional vehicle and, and or, you know, well, fuel-powered cars as well. Uh, the Xiaomi, for example, uh, they are a very big tech company, Chinese company. They they had shown off their SU7 electric vehicle at the Mobile World Congress in Barcelona. And, uh, of course, it is a powerful sedan. It's got the uh, uh, the electric vehicle um, uh, capability, EV-powered. It is, uh, And it's also about uh, 497 miles of range, according to them, with a, a 101 kilowatt-hour battery capacity. So... With tech companies entering this car space, it would have been interesting, of course. And Xiaomi actually said that we've got 20 million loyal customers. As soon as our car gets launched and the price is is, is revealed, Halas will be making sales. But are you, though? Would you, as a consumer of Apple products, now, regardless of how much of a diehard fan you are, would you buy a vehicle made by Apple, the first car that they've launched? I personally, no. Yes, there'll be a lot of 
uh, tech fans who, you know, as soon as Tesla was launched, halas, we're getting it just because it's the hype, it's, it's the new thing to get. Fuel prices in the UAE had climbed at that time to four dirhams 50 a litre. So lots of people said, halas, I'm, I'm scrapping my vehicle, I'm getting a Tesla or I'm getting one of those Chinese made Volkswagen vehicles. Um, I, an iCar, and the thing is, when you buy an iPhone, we know that after a couple of, after a year, it starts to lose its quality and strength. Would they do the same with a car? You know, I, I'm wearing this Ultra Watch, for example, right? It was priced really high, but after a year, it will definitely go down. You know, it'll be, it'll lose its value. It'll lose its novelty value in about one or two years' time. And then, you know, more iCar 2, iCar 3 would have come about. But I think overall, expensive operation. I think it's a good idea that Apple has decided to scrap it. It has sent their shares up high as well, which is interesting. But overall, I just feel sad for the engineers and those people who were working on this for 10 years to be suddenly surprised yeah. with the news that, you know, guys, thanks for your efforts. How about here's a job description, another job that you can apply for, and you have to go through the interview process once again. Yeah, I, I, yeah, for them, it's not that good, best of all news. If you were to invest in an EV car, which which EV car would you actually invest in? There are so many in the market. Rising the tension over huh? here. Um, <laughs> um, for I, me, I'd probably go for a Hyundai Ioniq. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, prop, prop, proper car manufacturer, a mm-hmm. couple of years of, 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 of uh, running it. I think it's standing or starting at uh, $38,600, like $38,000, which is pretty good yeah. for an EV car. Plus, I, I trust Hyundai, of, of course. But um, there's so many other um, EV cars in the market at the moment. There are. WI4, that's yeah. a good one as well. It's hefty, though. I mean, mm. the price is 53000 Uh We have the Polestar 2 as well. Uh, we have, of course, the Tesla Model 3. That's the top one. But also the Volkswagen ID7. Yeah. That's um, been a big one. And then Nissan Leaf as well. True. But in terms of those that have entered the UAE market, there are only a handful. And, only, and the, yeah, yeah, that's true. Majority of it is Tesla at the moment. So I think I'll wait probably mm. uh, for more entries from different uh, manufacturers so that the price can go down so that it becomes a little bit more competitive mm-hmm. and then venture into uh, EV. It will definitely be a drastic shift from my current vehicle, which is a fuel-guzzling V8 and not so proud of it uh, to announce here on the airwaves. Um, uh, but yeah, apparently... Currently, it's going to be, it'll be great, to be honest, to, to do a shift to EV. But for me, at the moment, I'll, I'll stay put and I'll wait till uh, till more, um, uh, more more markets, more players have entered the market. So I'll do checkmate at that and wait till the, the right time. Well, another tech development that we were going to talk to you about was a PlayStation. Sadly, uh, Sony has announced it will be laying off 8% of PlayStation employees globally, about 900 people. And uh, they say that it would mean that they'll also close their London studio entirely. In a blog post sharing an email sent to employees, the boss, Jim Ryan, called the move sad news and said it was a very difficult day at our company. We have concluded that tough decisions have become inevitable. Uh, the cuts come off a month after rival Microsoft had also revealed plans to lay off 1,900 people in its gaming division. And I think one of the reasons why this is happening is the gaming market has expanded so much that gone are the days of the consoles dominating a gameplay. A lot of people are relying on their smartphones. They are current smartphones and they play the games on that or even on their iPads, for example, or any of their gadgets 
as opposed to relying on buying these consoles. Now, an individual such as myself who grew with the PlayStation 1, 2, 3s of the series, I didn't invest in PlayStation 5 yet, and I don't play my PS4 either. So people of my generation have either become too preoccupied or too busy to move on with the world of PS PlayStation consoles. And the younger generation want hassle-free, easy connectivity to play their games. The, the last thing they want to do is connect their gadget or a console to, to, to Wi-Fi, sit there, plug it in when you can just use your phone and any gadget that you have to continue playing your game. So I think that could potentially be it. But if you're a, a gaming expert, if you're a, a, a fellow Michaela Tia type of an individual would, who would like to share their thoughts, please do so. Text lines are open, 4215. I think more and more people these days prefer convenience over um, uh, uh, the, the hassle of, of actually plugging a device in and playing the games. Uh, let us know on the text lines 4215. Morning Majestus will take a little bit of a breather. We will be back again right after the news headlines, continuing the conversations here on Pulse95. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 7am.